how you feeling, Kareem? I'm good. I'm fine. I feel good. I'm healthy. You sure? You you were able to sleep last night? You good? Oh, no, not at all. I, oh. I've been up for... Um, I finished the movie at 3 a.m. Big mistake. <laughs> I thought about it while I was uh, <laughs> trying to sleep. <laughs> Got up to pee like four times. Cause he's of... living a dangerous life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, this was the... Uh, no it's my second time watching it but i've definitely seen like it's been on tv here and there like i saw it in theaters when it came out oh you went to the movies to see it yeah yeah and it messed me up there and i was like god that was wild (laughs) because i i didn't catch i I think like three four years ago i think i was uh just in my room uh trying you know how you try to figure out something to watch while so you can go to sleep yeah oh you fell on this one because I like I like uh the mom Tony Tony in her what? movie yeah I said let me let me oh I said okay never seen this before and it sucked me in and then the the trauma started happening and I was stuck and I didn't go to sleep at all yeah because you weren't right after that I has, no so what I wanted to ask is has that happened to you before where you just weren't right after a movie like a horror you know movie? what specifically horror movie like I guess you could have some dramas that really fuck you up but well, horror, horror movies, honestly, usually kind of boring to me because, like, either the jump scares don't work or the story is, like, either you can figure it out right away or it just makes no sense why whatever's happening is happening. But movies like this, they kind of You'll hear me just... complain about that the more horror movies we do. I can't stand <laughs> the shit just be happening movie. For for the, no reason at all. It's like, why if, why even Like, I think this? that was, like, The Grudge 2. Like, yeah or, or no the ring two the ring two like the ring one straightforward they didn't play too crazy with rules but then ring two shit was just happening shit just be i think happening. ring two was a money grab oh, that, that was a money absolutely but the, but movies like this that it's like it's 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 a little bit of everything and then it's very emotional and mental yeah. it's like subtle it kind of just gets under my skin and it's like i'm not scared but i know my soul ain't right right now because i just that's seen exactly this. how i felt like I, <laughs> so I, was, I like i like i'm not even joking i was like i need to go to church after we saw this in 2018 <laughs> like I, it like it was weighing on me like it was <laughs> this like i'm i'm not like is that the i need therapy feeling like yeah that, where, where that's what it was that's this because this whole movie is like a like a like a trauma dream or something. Look, look, it's wild. But you said this is the first time it got you like that. It, it this first time that a movie just is is like after you watch it, it's like you're still thinking of it, and your mind is focusing on scenes, and you're thinking about your life. You're like, I don't know if I should watch this. I feel like I opened something up <laughs> that I can't close. This is this is. Let me call my mom. This ain't. Mm-mm. Well, speaking of opening things up that you can't close. On that note, thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, we're the secret group of brown kids. Who are the secret group of brown kids? It's a secret. But you might be able to find us in a support group for survivors of this damn movie. <laughs> As we were saying, we're doing Hereditary. Or we didn't actually say the name of the movie, but you, you already clicked on it. You already know. It's Hereditary. And both Kareem and I... Uh, yeah, it did some things to us. You made but me yeah. watch something that can't be unseen twice. Look, my name is Tiffzilla, your host, and on this podcast today, uh make my friends watch movies with me and talk about their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and on the panel today, 
hates avocados, loves guacamole. Kareem. Hello, that's actually true. Oh. That's, that's, how'd you know that? You were talking to somebody? Uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, we ain't it right after Hereditary. And then I had the nerve to watch it at night. Well, it was a dark movie, so I knew, like, like literally dark. If it's too dark, I can't watch it during the day because I can't see shit. So I was like, okay, well, I got to watch it at night. And then, like, I think I subconsciously didn't want to, like, I was afraid to put it on because I was, like, playing on my phone and shit. And, like, oh, I hesitated. Find, I, find, I, I was playing I... Candy Crush. I was finding things to do <laughs> besides put it on because I'm, I'm oh, downstairs no, I, by I, myself. Mm. It's night. I must, I must started reading another book before. So let me just let me just get this started before. Because you were like, look, uh, I'm I'm just going off of memory, and then I kind of guilted you into watching <laughs> it again, so it's fresh. Because I was surely gonna just listen now. This I remember it. I remember most of it. I'll be fine. I'll be I got caught gotta... myself. I was like, why why am I not starting this movie? Like, why am I just mindlessly scrolling? Uh, ain't nothing going there on, are on reasons. Facebook or. There are reasons. So I was like, look, I'm going to just have to do this. Like, I, I I know what I'm getting myself into. I've already seen it. But, like, I'm going to just get through it. So I started the movie. And then, of course, I had to pause it because I'm, like, writing out a template and stuff. So after me dragging ass, <laughs> I had finished till 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, man, at some point, like, I think the cat came out. And look. <laughs> see. Nope. Man. Look, cat came out and I heard, <laughs> and then like the wind blew and like the door like like creaked. And, I don't know, man, not... and of course that like that's when the shit started getting real too. I was oh no, like oh, ain't no, nothing, no. no sounds, no sounds in the house. The first hour, hour twenty minutes, and then I, that like hour hour twenty minute mark. That's when like stuff starts popping off in the movie. And See, that's when sounds yeah. want to start happening, and it's in the middle of the damn night. I'm down there by myself, and this ain't no. See, I no. thought about that too. I was like, "Oh man, he he already done did the math." He's like, "I live alone. I'm not trying to watch no, this. It's all the sun already done went down." Because I started, I started this, I started the movie. I think at around eight, I think, and I was already in like a PlayStation party with my friends, and I said, "Oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta watch this movie." So I said, "Okay, let me watch it." Started it with the lights off because I was stupid, and then once <laughs> once once lapse in judgment. Once the uh Tony popped up on screen, I said, "No, let me turn." Just her I distressed turned. face. You were like, "Nah." I said, "Hey Google, turn on all the lights." <laughs> I said, turn on all the all the. Oh, it just did it now. But um, that's fun. <laughs> Look, does that ever catch you? Like you, you forget that you got a smart house. You say some shit and shit happens, and you're just like, oh. yeah, all the time. When I when I uh, say like, hey, go turn on the TV, and it turns on like the wrong TV. Look, but I know my me. TV is that low. shit would that shit would like send me. So I'm my house staying dumb. I'm sorry. Do you, do you know how many times I grabbed my broom thinking I'm gonna like? What, I heard something. This, oh, I did that. Oh, okay. That's that was me. But no. <laughs> you, 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 you okay? You okay? Yeah, like, because I pictured it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this movie must be because even in my room, like, I just did laundry, but I piled all the clothes. On uh, fuck, the, I already know where this is going. In my room. You fucked look, up. Look, <laughs> look. Okay, and you, you've been silhouette. to my house. 
look now. You've been to my house. You see how the the hallway. My room is at the dead end of the hallway. This open. Yep. And it's dark down there, and I see something that looks like like the figures in Hereditary just standing in the corner. <laughs> and I, <laughs> the amount of pause my body had when so, I was I trying to figure it. And I hope. <laughs> Look, I was squint. <laughs> it's the meme. <laughs> You bent over squee- squinting. <laughs> what the fuck is that? This movie, oh, no. Mm-mm. If you a murderer, you gotta say it. Are you a murderer? <laughs> 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 oh, like, oh, no, man. no, no, this, no, no. Oh, this is funny. Uh, let me let me run through the the table setting here real quick. So uh, if you don't know and you just love listening to the sound of our voices, I also apologize because I sound like this because I'm sick. I'm always sick. I've been sick all fall. You know, got a little one in kindergarten. He uh, brings germs home. But yeah, if you don't know what this movie's about, I'm not about to tell you. <laughs> but re- real vaguely, a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences. We just about to go through the story together. I'm gonna try to give it justice, but I can't because so much of the movie is visual. Like there's one really good jump scare, but like a lot of the shit that happens, it's like it'll just be off to the side. Yeah, that. <laughs> that no, maybe that's what it is. Those those uh, horror movies where it's like that off to the side scare. Yeah, like you. like you 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 listen you watching the person in the center, and then your eye wanders, and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> And they they do it early on to train you. Like it happens, the first one happens really early in the movie. So then you spend the rest of the movie looking around the screen, right? To punch. <laughs> My eyes were so big. I... So, so like they play with you like that because it, it trains you to do that. And then nothing, they don't do it again for a while. And then you get comfortable, and then they start doing it. <laughs> oh man! Or like the creepy thing would be in the hope. middle. And you you there looking around the thing, and then it's right in your face, man. Look, but they, it was, this is the first time that I've seen it done so perfectly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what I say, a grieving family is haunted by a tragic, disturbing occurrences. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Just go in. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you somehow haven't seen this and you just heard it scary, uh, I'm not helping out because that's how you just go in. Uh, but I mean, we about to go through the movie anyway. But yeah, uh, came out June 2018. Our son, uh, he came in, in April that year. So think about this. You are the closest of friends with me and my wife, Kareem. We just, our our beautiful baby boy just got here two months previous. <laughs> this might have been, uh, I think it's the second movie we saw after he came. Because the first one was like an Avengers or something. Like something that like I couldn't miss. And we thought, oh, we just, we don't need a babysitter. Uh, and then this was like the second one we went to. Anyway, I'll get to it, but just just hold on to that, that we saw this two months after we had our first kid. Currently streaming on HBO Max. It might be a couple other places, but they definitely have it up there. And why this movie? Because if you've been listening to us for a long time or you went back through our catalog, our, hmm, our third episode, we did It Follows, which is one of my favorite horror movies. And I think, Kareem, you brought up Hereditary and yeah. how scary it was. And I was like, oh, well, we got to do Hereditary in, like, Halloween or something. Also, so it's my fault. It's your fault. You were the author of your own. 
<laughs> I am my own worst enemy. Oh, Look, this is... Yeah, I was waiting. I was like, I'm going to throw this shit right back in his face. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, okay. I see. I see. All right. I got you. You know what? That's oh, not what makes one <laughs> Next time you mention the happy feet, you ain't getting me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, directed by Ari Aster. This is his first feature film, but you might know him. I mean, he also went on to direct Midsummer, which is another uh Midsummer is the move the first movie where I started seeing people go, Oh, this is an A twenty four movie. Yeah. And yeah. by then they'd also seen Hereditary, and so like I'm not sure officially if that's what coined the whole A twenty four movie thing, but that's when I started seeing like normies start to say it. But before this, at least, I don't know if it made its rounds around the internet completely, but I definitely know some black folks that <laughs> that saw it. He did this short movie called, what's it? Uh, let me see. It's uh, is it the, There's something about the Johnsons or something. Oh, that creepy nightmare yeah. dream movie. Look, oh, oh look, God, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the strange thing about the Johnsons in 2011. That was only 29 minutes, and that, that still... I was cringing it was the just, entire, entire yeah, time. Yeah, cringing, and it was just disturbing. Like, it wasn't scary, but it... <laughs> it was, like, creepy, just, like, ugh, just... Mm. Like, like, why do, like, why are we doing this? I remember watching it <laughs> thinking, why are we doing this? Because I, you know, every it was one of those, like, word of mouth, just watch it, and no one's explaining what it's about, just watch right, it. Right, yeah, up. yeah, and that's how like, it got me. Uh, sure, I'll watch some fucked up shit. <laughs> and it was on YouTube. <laughs> And I was like, "Yo, the hell!" Uh, and like, I didn't, I didn't look up who made it. I didn't, I like, I, when I was done, I was just like, "All right, well, people crazy, internet crazy." <laughs> and then I found out after the fact, after I saw Hereditary, that he did this, and I was like, "Oh, so this dude just—he <laughs> twisted. He's twisted. Yeah. Something wrong. Yeah. He's not right. Look, he need a priest. Like he's <laughs> something." He's not like I'm not curious enough to the point where I'm like I need to learn every single thing about Ari Aster. That's his name, by the way, <laughs> Ari uh-huh. Aster. But I am slightly I'm curious enough to just wonder like how did he how do we get here? Like, okay, you're 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 different. You're <laughs> you're you're different. This is this is mm, you're unique. Yeah. Well, yeah. So movie stars uh, Tony Collette, like we said, also Gabriel Byrne and Alex Wolf, Millie Shapiro. Uh, who else worth mentioning? Joan, what's Joan's name? Joan is Anne Dowd. I've seen her in other things, but it's not a whole lot of people in the movie. Some tertiary characters that you see maybe two times, but yeah, those are yeah. the main five. Oh, and the, I guess the grandma. Uh, oh yeah, she does deserve a mention. She, yeah, she, she does. I can't remember her name though. We they just I just called her grandma the whole damn movie. <laughs> I don't think did they give her a name? I don't I think know if it was they just did. mom, mom and grandma. Well, the mom's name is Annie. Don't matter. I'll find out later. Uh, so shout out to the mom actor because I'm always intrigued by old people in movies, in scary movies or in the fucked up movies. Like if they're just like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Even like because okay, you know, thirty something year old white dude, he twisted in the head. All right, you wrote this cool. But then, like, you get this old, you know, sweet grandma. <laughs> and she's like, sure, I'll, I'll act in your little movie. I got to do what? <laughs> that intrigues me, too. Like, do they get a kick out of it? Or they just do, they, just, they, they don't know what's going on. They just like, okay, I'll, I'll just stand here and look, look, 
Maybe or maybe okay. at that age, they're just like, look, I'm a thespian. What is this movie about? Okay, I will sell it regardless. <laughs> Jesus. You know, they have to, they're going to become whatever character they have to become because, you know, they're aged and they're, they're solidified in their craft, you know? I'm usually, I'm usually wary of, of like kids too young in, in scary movies. Not, not saying like, you know, it's inappropriate just because the ones I see it yeah yeah, <laughs> it, yeah they take away from it in some way and and it's like uh, that's I why guess. Dakota Fanning was such a huge deal cuz she was one of the first child actors in a minute that really felt she, beyond her years and she, she I think she also in. looked younger than she was so like it was like damn this girl looks like a 5 year old and she up here acting like a 20 something year old like what's happening right right yeah. But yeah, I feel I feel that. And that that was actually um the that the daughters that was her first movie. Oh, I believe it. I remember reading her little biography a long time ago, uh, and I'm pretty sure like either she or her mom wrote it for her, and it's cute. It's always cute whenever I find the the biography on IMDb or something, and their mom wrote it, and you could you could oh. tell they never say it, it or they, they don't always say that like the mom wrote it, but you could tell how they wrote it. It's like, well, mom wrote this about their child. And like it says that like she was really into anime and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cute." <laughs> put that into you. <laughs> Mom said, "Let me put this about mine." I'm so proud of my daughter. She lo- really loves Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, budget was ten million, which makes sense. It's his first movie. It's a twenty-four. It's already, or I don't think a twenty. I'm not sure if a twenty-four produced this or just bought it, but it's his first feature, so it's not going to cost a whole lot of money. And mm-hmm mostly like tony collette's a known actor gabriel byrne was and alex wolf i think was just starting out but his brother was also acting too but either way none of them really are going to cost a whole lot of money shit most of the money probably went to freaking set design i see that because that set was perfect yeah yeah that house that house was i mean it was probably already an existing house but you know they had to do some shit and makeup and whatnot because between the set and the music that's Mm. No, no. Yeah, we checked for awards. Uh, Tony Collette only got nominated and maybe a couple wins, just among smaller award stuff like she was robbed. Critics, different critics associations and stuff like that, but none of the big stuff. But man, uh, usually we save this for the end. But I'm gonna say it up top that like she she acted her ass off. She did. She killed it. Yeah. She, I, I, I can't see anybody else doing this role as, as effective as her. And like it's just her like not just her acting but just her like physicality in her face alone. Like she's right. aware of what her face looks like and how to make it look certain. Like mm, it's she knows how to contort her face to fit that emotion in that scene it is like she sells she sells it when when like, she I starts felt, happening yeah i felt the stress i felt it all i was like oh and even uh, even the son he... oh yeah he he did great too uh like i said his uh his him and his brother look almost exactly like uh alex and what's the the brother's name i always mix them up uh there's alex and then there's nat Nat is a little like if you look him up, you'll be you'll you probably didn't even realize there are two people. What's the last name? Wolf L or W O L F F. But yeah, you probably didn't even realize they're two different people because they look so much alike. But Alex is like a little darker, and his Wait a face. Minute. Yeah, you see, you're like, hold up. 
That's the same That's person. Like a break in the matrix. Yeah, the only difference for real is Alex, I think, is a little darker, just a shade darker. Yeah, this, they... this is like the Forrest Whitaker thing and his brother. <laughs> Except Google actually has a picture of Forrest Whitaker as his brother. So, like, I, I don't know <laughs> Even if you Google ever seen don't that. know? Look, it, it drives me crazy because I had to look it up because I was like, that's Forrest Whitaker. They're like, nah, Forrest Whitaker got a brother who looks just like him. And I was like, no, that that is Forrest Whitaker. So I went down the rabbit hole and Google just has the wrong picture. Now, his uh, brothers. Google don't know. <laughs> look, we were talking about on a few episodes. You got to stop trusting Google. But the AI is starting to get wonky. It's like overthinking, and now it's like saying the wrong shit. Because they made it for customer service now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I think the difference might be like where his mole is. <laughs> or like one has a mole by his mouth, and like one doesn't. And like Alex, I think, is just a little okay, darker. Uh, now, <laughs> no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't ask, but <laughs> never mind. No, I'm not even going to do it. Are you going to ask which one was in the Bad Death Note movie? No, I'm going to ask which one. What the what? eye? The eye? Forrest Whitaker's eye. He has like a... Oh, you went back to Forrest Whitaker. Oh, jeez. See, look, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to... I'm going to co-sign this with you. That's part of the reason why I was like, ain't no way. <laughs> and, I kept, <laughs> and I kept digging. He's like, uh, So his, no. he does have brothers and they do look like him. But okay. the picture that's going around that says this is Forrest Whitaker's brother, it's actually Forrest Whitaker. So Google messed up. <laughs> Which one was yeah. in Black Panther? Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Okay. If you if you think you've seen him in a movie, it's par- probably Forrest Whitaker. The the brothers, two of them I think act, but they're only in like a handful of things, and most of them from a long time ago. Back to Hereditary. Lastly, Rotten Tomatoes. Tell me if this makes sense to you, Kareem. Seventy percent audience. 90% critics. So 70% audience liked it and 90% critic liked it. Yeah. That, I actually think makes sense because... Yeah, it makes sense to me too. Because it's, it's... Audience judge horror movies different. Harsh. Yeah. It's, and it's, you, you get that, like, there's a lot of people who judge horror movies based on if it scared them or not. Yeah. And even though this scared the fuck out of us, scaring is, like, subjective. So somebody else might not have been afraid and been like, oh, this movie didn't scare me. It sucks. Like, no? Yeah, because some people might... Because uh, I'm learning with horror movies, people are type-specific with horror movies. Yeah. Like, really type-specific. And if it's not of that... Like, uh, foreign horror movies, they're real different from yeah. American horror movies. And a lot of people that even like American horror don't like foreign horror, which I don't get. Because foreign <laughs> horror, to me, is, is, is better. Well, they, they be... <laughs> they be going off. They be Especially taking their Asian? actors through some oh stuff. My oh my god, that's <laughs> like I already got one lined up for next year, or maybe I don't want to wait till next year. But at some point, we got to do the whaling. Korean the whaling. It's a Korean horror movie. The whaling. Yeah, that that didn't mess me up like Hereditary, but it came close. Well, wh- okay. So which one was worse, Hereditary or Midsummer? To me, Hereditary, and I want to say because. One, it's darker, like literally darker. <laughs> like the whole thing with Midsummer is it's a horror movie that takes place in the bright ass sun. Right. Um, and two, they went to Scandinavia in Midsummer, and I know my black ass is not hopping on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you now going wait, scan to what? So they they came to 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 the house in Hereditary, so that that's what that's the line for me. But yeah, so but uh, Cherry, her favorite is Midsummer, 
I get why. I mean, that's, I like it and everything. But also, like, it's one of those things, like, <laughs> so you like this movie a little too much. Let me chill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she can hear me or not. <laughs> when we started dating, she was like, uh, I'm going to show you one of my favorite uh, uh, movies. It's this Japanese movie called Audition. <laughs> so, and she's like watching me watch the movie and see if I passed the test. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. <laughs> or I've heard of it. I can't remember if I saw it or not. But when I watched it, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't run out the door. She said, so, okay, you can stay. You can yeah. stay. But at the same time, I'm like sleeping one eye open. <laughs> Heart beating real fast. You can't eat. You was like, uh, uh, well, I'm going to go to church. After this. <laughs> this is a cool date. You know, see you around. What can I say? It, 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 was a, it was a drop in the right bucket. I don't know. Well, oh, she like this weird shit. All right. <laughs> That's why women live longer than men. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, but uh, before we get into the movie, shout outs. Oh, okay, it's good to see that our England buddy is still with us. Shout out England. And New York, Pennsylvania, they've been pretty active lately. So shout out y'all. I appreciate you. Feel free to reach out on Blue Sky or Threads or email. And if you uh, don't already, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. All right, let's get through this uh, this craziness. <laughs> Trauma movie. All right, so film starts out with a bump from an obituary for Ellen Tappe. That's the grandma's name. <laughs> uh, Ellen Tapperly, 78, who passed away from a prolonged, or after a prolonged illness. Then it mentions who she's survived by and funeral information. Uh, then we start out inside of a house miniature workshop. A house miniature workshop. Uh, and the camera zooms in on one of the miniature houses, and then a dad walks in through the door, and it was like, oh, that was a really good transition, just off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aerie set the mood for the movie. Just, yeah, I can't tell when it switches either. Like, I'm sure, like, some CGI or something was at play, but at no point could I tell when it went from toy to real set. No, no. That which, it added so many levels to the creepiness. And yeah, he uh, so dad comes in and tells the son to wake up because it's uh, it's his grandmother's funeral, and uh, it's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. Like the dead woman's daughter starts out with as she reads her eulogy at the funeral, and uh, you see a light float by her head here, but it moves in the same direction as the camera, so you it doesn't really grab your attention. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice that. It might just honestly be just a fucking flare or reflection or something. But I, I'm so damn paranoid of all the stuff in the background <laughs> of the movie. And we see uh, the rest of the family sitting, and it focuses on the daughter a couple of times. And then we see uh, she clicks her, her tongue like a... Yeah. Like I don't want to do that into the mic. Did that come through loud enough? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Okay. You know that shit you used to do as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> My brother used to all the time. Look, I, I took it to the next level. I could... I could do that, and then like when other kids were doing that, I was like, "Nah, that's that's lame. That's yesterday's weird noise." <laughs> and then I figured out how to like do that. Oh wait, I yeah. oh. But see, like the first people I saw doing it, they did it with their finger, and then I figured out I could just do it with my lips. Damn, now I can't do it. I'm talking to. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then I taught myself how to blow bubbles. I think it's cool. <laughs> 
Cherry is disgusted if she ever catches me. Because like sometimes just, I'll just be zoning out and I'll start doing it. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can see her face. <laughs> I can see her face. <laughs> oh, I look up horrified and disgusted. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a habit I had to learn how to break. <laughs> As an adult. You look at her. Oh, you you mad, mad. You... <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of spit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we see the family sitting, and the focus is on the daughter a couple of... Oh, I already said that. Uh, so anyway, uh, and she's uh, so she's making the clicking sound with her tongue, and she draws ugly pictures of her mom. <laughs> she was trying. She, she was... Was she? I don't... See, look... <laughs> I forgot that she drew everybody that way, so I just wrote it down as she was drawing her mom ugly. But see, then the, later she, on in the movie, you find out that she draws everybody like See, that. was she drawing it like because that was how she saw herself? Because the, the art looked kind of similar to, to – that's just horrible to say – but to how she, her, she is. Yeah, like I, I don't think she has a condition or something. But she does have a distinct look. And I wonder that too. I wonder what came I first. I thought she did have a condition. I don't know. I, I, they didn't say it in the movie and I don't remember. Well, because I thought because cause of, cause of the tick. What, I thought that was like a sign of a condition. Oh, I, I don't. I, I, we're in territory that I'm not familiar with. Maybe uh-huh. she does. Maybe she doesn't. I don't remember them specifying it in the movie. And uh-huh. I never like went down that rabbit hole. Like, you know how like the kid from Stranger Things don't have collarbones or something like that. Wait, what? And he doesn't age. Something like that. Uh, oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know if it was some something going on like that, or because imagine thinking all of that. It's like, oh, she got a condition, and she just looked that way. So I'd like, well, because no, well, of that, and then, then like the the ways the family was with her. It's like they were, even though she might, you know, might have a condition, but they're trying to treat her like she does. I think. I think the dad and the mom kind of treat her with like these kitty glows and the brother's just like her ass weird (laughs) (laughs) so i wasn't sure because if if she really did have a condition i didn't see him just straight up just (laughs) regarding her that way you know (laughs) no because i just i thought it was just one of those things where if if you have a family like have a like a little brother that might have something and the and the parents just don't want you to acknowledge it or no they're still you know they're they're normal we're gonna treat them like nothing's going on it's possible i definitely know like i don't know about white people but i've I've met a few black families that were like that like we just not gonna acknowledge it that's just we don't we don't acknowledge much when it comes (laughs) to health care that's doctor don't say it's not real it's like hey uncle johnny half his face hanging off uh we just don't just don't just don't look him in the eye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, why we call Cousin Putt Putt Cousin Putt Putt? <laughs> Stop asking questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. This is. Jesus. That's terrible. So yeah, so anyway, she draws weird pictures. <laughs> we are not gonna get through this podcast. The weird no, we're horrible. <laughs> so yeah, uh 
And we previously saw uh, her dad uh, finding out that like she slept in the treehouse despite it being cold out at night. So like, uh, she looked weird. See, something, something different. <laughs> Look, I don't know what's going on. They never specify, but yeah, what? Yeah, anyway, so, <laughs> so yeah, but we do see her take notice of her grandma's necklace with an odd symbol, and like a woman wiping oil on her grandma's lips. And then some of the guests smiling like way too happily at her. <laughs> like it was one yeah, dude yeah. With, with the with the what do we call that haircut? The Pidgeotto haircut. He was just <laughs> cheesing. Like, so what's up with that? And like, like nobody else acknowledges it. Because when I first saw the movie, my mind went something like it was like child predator. Yeah, maybe. I was like, is she gonna get kidnapped? Is this what's gonna happen? Yeah, me too. That's where my mind went. But like first time I saw it, I didn't realize the emphasis was on hey, so many people showed up at this funeral. I know she was popular like that, right? But the right. second time, I'm like, oh, I, oh, I see. It was, it was in our face the whole time, kind of deal. Yeah, they, they kind of spell it out for us for real. But yeah, so when they get home, Annie asks her husband if she should be sadder because her mom just died, uh, and she doesn't feel it yet. And he's like, you know, just feel what you feel; it'll come. Uh, <laughs> funny. Poor dad, because he was trying. He was trying. Thing. He was trying to he hold was, that shit together. Everybody falling apart. <laughs> He was trying his hardest. <laughs> I'm glad they gave him one moment by himself where he just started crying and then he like yeah. pulled himself yes. back together because he was just like, this this too much. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it definitely made it seem like he just wasn't like cold hearted and like disconnected from him. Nah, he was just somebody he had to, to be together. Yeah, somebody had to keep their head on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, that night, Annie checks on her daughter before bed, and she's anxious about the future uh, now that Grandma's gone. And in this conversation, we learned that Charlie, the daughter, was the Grandma's favorite, and she never cried as a baby. And the mother wished she was a boy, or the grandmother wished that she was a boy, which is a random thing to blurt out. Yeah. And she winces at the thought of her older brother, Peter, being responsible to take care of her. <laughs> Because she's like, who's going to take care of me after you and dad die? And see, that's another thing. She's she's acting like she cannot. Oh, she can't take care of herself. Right. Like she knows. Like, like this she is a known somebody. thing that she's going to need an attendant or whatever it's called. Aid? Whatever it's called. I got you. I got you. Maybe if you uh, have an answer, let us know. <laughs> Podcast lamp. So yeah, after she leaves Charlie, Annie goes starts going through some of her mother's old things. And she finds a letter to her. My darling, dear, beautiful Annie, forgive me all the things I could not tell you. Please don't hate me and try not to despair your losses. You will see in the end that they were worth it. Our sacrifice will pale next to the rewards. Love, Mommy. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> sacrifice, though. What? what you talk about? That would have uh, caused a lot of concern. Like, what is... What's this? What's this? So then as she's about to leave the room, she turns out the lights and Annie sees her mother's transparent figure in the corner. And like she cuts the lights back on and she's gone. And this disturbs her. Yeah. And this is only like four minutes into the movie too. So I was like, oh shit. They, they starting up. <laughs> they starting up right away. At a hundred. Is... Right? <laughs> so yeah, this disturbs her. And then she notices a miniature diorama. Because that's what she does for a living. She makes these miniature houses and shit. Which honestly is also creepy. Yeah. Because how to... Anyway. <laughs> Let me build Gundams for a living. I say as my Gundam case behind me is empty. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so yeah. 
she sees the miniature diorama on her of her holding a baby and with her mother standing next to the bed, reaching out with her boob out, trying to breast, breastfeed the baby. And like Annie promptly turns it around and leaves the room. And it's like, hold up, you grossed out now? Or like, <laughs> you made the motherfucker, right? Maybe she made it for her mom, which is weird in itself. But anyway, because it it's in her mom's that. room. It was either that or maybe it was a part of the ritual and she realized what it was or something. I don't know. I don't I don't know because we see her making other weird ones too later on. Weird and <laughs> she need help. It's like I guess she was like making her like her dreams or I don't I don't know. They didn't explain a couple of things. But yeah, at school, uh, Charlie gets tapped on the shoulder for uh, working on her her toy. I guess you call them her little toys under what? her desk. I, I was trying to figure out what that was because I was like what she she makes her own little figures out of just random shit like pencil erasers and just random things she puts together and she makes these little figures out of them oh okay kind of yeah, copying so, what her mom does a little bit a little in a in her own little weird way right yeah uh and then uh when she's asked to finish finish it later she's like how about you finish working on that after class a pigeon smashes into the window and after class she goes and cuts the dead bird's head off and puts it in her pocket yes yes and then like girl's not right yeah and then (laughs) notices that she's being watched by a smiling woman off in the distance all right (laughs) so this is the second time so i'm paused there kareem you ever go chop the heads off dead animals (laughs) what no (laughs) okay just checking just Wait, have make... have you? Nah. Okay. All right. Okay. Just <laughs> making sure I don't have to have to readjust the rules of this friendship. This I'm is... not trying to be the the one in the family that we're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> the one that don't quite get invited to family functions. This... Yeah. If you end up at his house, don't go in his room. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, that's what? not me. They got uh, you, you. You got the basement to yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't go down there. Don't, don't, no, no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so <laughs> the son Peter is in class, uh, stared at the girl in front of him's ass <laughs> while the teacher talks about Heracles and escaping fate, which is significant. And when Peter checks uh, his text messages from his friend, the, the teacher catches him and he scolds him. Right, mm-hmm. and it's funny just seeing how like. Not really transition, but it was like, oh, we we checked on Charlie in school, and then we checked on Peter in his classroom. Side note, Charlie wasn't in... I didn't get the sense that Charlie was in, like, a special class or something. So that's another thing in the... she's She doesn't have a condition book. Well, she's just weird. Well, what time frame is this? Because when I was in school, uh, the um, unique students, because I don't know the proper word, unique students was... It's 2018. Same. According to the the okay. obituary or something like that. Okay, because yeah. when I was in school, uh, we were all still we were like lumped in together. They just had a special teacher's aid with them. Oh, you're right. Uh, some schools do do that. Like they have the what is it the IEP or some I or something like that teacher. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's you're right. That's fair. Uh, that's the way they do it at somebody's school who we won't mention because they're a teacher, not a. St- <laughs> <laughs> So that night we see the husband get a phone a phone call, presumably about his mother-in-law's grave being desecrated, even though it's only been a week. 
But when Annie asks about the call on her way uh, out the house, he lies about it. Again, trying to hold hold a family together. Yeah, he knows this is time to bring that up. Yeah, so you 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 know you still kind of struggling. You don't think you are, but you, I see it. You don't need to know all that. Right, just say, mm, we'll talk about this later. Something. And then the way, like, the lady talked, it, it said desecrated. So it, like, it could have been, like, you know, somebody just spray-painted the tombstone or something, right? So right. not a big deal. So Annie says she was going to the movies, but really she went to a support group. At the support group, Annie explains how her mom wasn't all together at the end because she had worsening DID. What's that? The, the disassociating identity disorder, something like that? I think so. That sounds right. And dementia. And they were estranged before that, but her father died when she was a baby from starvation because he had psychotic depression and her older brother had schizophrenia and hung himself at 16, blaming her mother for putting people inside him. She also had no contact, a no contact order uh, back in the day, which kept her away from her son, Peter. But when the mom came back into Annie's life, she stabbed her hooks into the daughter, Charlie. Putting people inside him. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Oh, he, so he knew. Yeah, I think, yeah, he knew. And and we'll bring it up at the end, but yeah. So next we see Charlie working on her little abomination in the room when a flash of light moves across the room to get her attention. And then it zooms over to the window and she gets the hint. So she walks out and her best friend Pigeon Head is in her hand as she goes to see what the light was trying to show her. And earlier we saw Peter get an invite to a party and now he's asking Annie if uh, he could borrow the car uh, to go get him. I'm sorry, to borrow the car so he can go to the party. And Annie asked uh, if his sister wants to go. And he's like, I, why, why would I know that? I don't know. And she's like, well, go find out. Go find her. So we finally see Charlie is walking towards what appears to be her grandma uh, with her back to Charlie sitting in front of fire. But before Charlie can reach her, Annie pops up and drags her back to the house, scolding her for walking outside with no shoes and no and a coat like some idiot. Which, in the moment, I was like, this specific moment is big black mom energy. <laughs> you went outside the house with no shoes and no coat like an idiot and it's cold out here? You live in the Pacific Northwest? Because it is. Look, this might be too much information, but the worst whooping I ever had as a kid was when I wore the wrong jacket. Oh, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, and I'm not. It, it is. It is wild. She no. apologized for it because clearly, Black like families, that was, I understand. Like I understand. that was the most. She said she was going through some things, and she took it out on me because clearly I already paid the price of wearing the wrong jacket. I was cold all day. And then I come home and you beat the hell out of like. <laughs> it wasn't like oh I got you know I I messed up at school or something. It was that second worst beating in my life. I got curry on her white, uh, she had like these white little fancy little antique chairs oh, shit. and some, a friend came over and like somebody gave somebody some money, but we were eating curry for dinner and like the curry got out of money and I stole the money trying to be funny. And I went over to the little white chairs and <laughs> I was like, Hey, I have all this money, not realizing the money had curry on it. And I'm getting curry on my fingers and getting curry on the white chair. Oh, uh, on the white furniture. You try not to come back. You See, that one I understood. <laughs> Living that wild life, that that bold life. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, when they get back to the house, Annie tells Charlie she's going with her brother to a party so she can hang out with other kids because, you know, she's weird. Neither kid looks happy about this. <laughs> Annie or Charlie don't want to go to the party and Peter don't want to take her because 
how you look being a dude who show up with your little sister? That's well. I also had a question about age too. Like, what was uh, there? Charlie is thirteen, and Peter, I think, is sixteen. Because it was just, that part was just weird to me that you would send the little sister to a teen party. Yeah, that's what made me think he wasn't eighteen. Also, he still had to borrow the car. And they seem like well off to at least get him a car eventually, kind of deal, especially since they don't live near anything. But I, I'm wondering too if this is also part of the of the plan. And I I think well they're not in on the plan, so no. it, it is a part of the plan in a sense. But like because they definitely, as we learn, like like even they hinted at earlier, escaping your fate, right? Yeah. So there's a cult. The, the grandma was a part of a cult. That's what that's what's going on in the background with all of this. Hardcore. And the cult members are influencing the family to do certain things so they can have the outcome they want. And one of this is getting uh, Charlie to go with Peter to the party. Now, at where exactly is the the point where that they are influencing it for her to go? It's kind of hard to tell, but I kind of got the idea that. And they they take over Anne, Annie here and there. Tony Collette? You think so? Not so much in the beginning. Definitely later on. You see it happen later on where yeah. they'll like take her over for like a little bit. Or maybe they use her sleepwalking against her. But also I think, and I don't know if there's a word for this because I don't know cult shit. But I think part of it is like some sort of influence where they want something to happen. Because you start seeing like words on the walls. And in like on the wallpaper, just just random nonsensical words, and like the camera will randomly show you that as the movie goes on. And I think Annie is the one that's writing them, but she doesn't know she writes them because that's the cult like making her do it. Because at some point you see her making a diorama, and she's writing a word on the wall in the diorama. Right. And I'm like, oh, so she must be the one that's writing the stuff around the house and she just probably don't realize she's doing it i didn't even think about that yeah so certain things and i think this decision might have been one of them is them like swaying her to do it however they do that and it could be the words on the walls or something like that but yeah so she tries to like make it seem like she not just wants uh charlie to go with peter because she needs to make friends but also that's more incentive for peter not to drink so true it's weird backwards logic, but whatever. <laughs> he gonna drink, he gonna drink. Yeah, because he gets... What does he do as soon as he gets there? <laughs> he drinks. So, yeah. Oh, the, yo, wait, what's... At, at, no, at, he smokes. At, at the party, why was that one girl chopping the, that, that stuff so aggressively on the oh, counter? Uh, the, the walnuts? Yeah, she was hardcore. That's how they do it on TV, man. She... <laughs> so, yeah, on the way to the party, uh, Peter looks hot in the car and that he has to drag his weird sister to the party. The and way like, he she's was in the back seat. Yeah, in the mirror, that's I was I was weak. And like she's in the backseat disassociating and clicking her tongue and shit. <laughs> and like they pass a telephone pole and the camera zooms in on the pole and there's like the same symbol that we yeah. saw the on a grandma's necklace was on the pole. So at the party, like we see we see kids drinking and shopping at Walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore chopping up walls. Yeah. 
Peter sees the girl he likes from school and like he gets her to go smoke weed with him. But first he has to ditch Charlie by telling her to go try some chocolate cake that they were serving in the kitchen. Now, but the issue is they were cutting the cake with the same knife that the girl was chopping the walnuts with. So the cake didn't have nuts in it, but the same knife. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't even think about that transference i don't know it's 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 that sensitive but apparently it is like like folks with shellfish uh, shellfish allergies like can't even like walk in a red lobster in some cases oh for dang that's hardcore they can't even like be near it but yeah so so charlie tries some cake and she starts having an allergic reaction and like we learn in the beginning of the movie that she's allergic to nuts because she was eating a chocolate bar at a funeral and like her parents anxiously asked like if it had nuts in it because she'd need an epipen now, why she doesn't travel around with the EpiPen? Who knows? Yeah. Charlie tries to drink water, but it doesn't help. And so she finds her brother getting high, and, like, he rushes her to the car and speeds off. And, like, it's nighttime now, and he's speeding down the dark road uh, as Charlie squirms in the backseat trying to breathe because her throat's closing up. And, like, she panics, and she rolls down the window to get fresh air and sticks her head out. Just as Peter sees a dead animal in the middle of the road, and he swerves to miss it. Swerves towards the pole barely missing it but the pole still gets charlie's head that i have uh, that was the most hardcore look in the theater remember this is before like this is when it first came out people just went just to see it because they saw the trailer and it was like hey that looks scary let me go see this scary movie like it doesn't have the reputation it has now and all this stuff like i'm sure that if you haven't seen hereditary you probably know what happens in it because it's you know that popular now right Man, nobody knew what was happening when it happened in the movie theater. And, like, the collective gasp and then silence afterwards was wild. Like, it was, <gasps> and then nobody made a sound for, like, ten minutes. Like That's when the movie got its, its seriousness. That's yeah. where everybody took it next so, level serious. This is... Remember I said this is two months after we had our son? Right. Look, this is the first moment in, like, new parent scare. Like, now I know I can't watch Kids in Danger kind of Uh-oh. deal. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Or I think I can, but it, it like, I it hits different now. Your dad mode clicked, and it's like, yeah. oh, God. So, like, and it, it hit with me and Cherry at the same exact moment. I mean, that's a bad analogy, like, wording, the verbiage, it hit. Uh, just as her head got hit with the yeah but yeah it hit different <laughs> i'm sorry like and we were just like f- like man and i asked her afterwards i was like like did your brain like i was trying to explain like i didn't have the words to explain what i felt in that moment but i knew that it had to do with it's because now i'm a dad and i was like did that happen to you now that you're a mom and she was like yeah that like that fear. Like, like, we weren't going to walk out of the movie, but, like, it was a split second, like, oh, this too much. I mean, new parents, it, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. That, I understand. Nope. Man, look. <laughs> so, Peter, poor Peter, he sees what happens and he stops the car and then he just sits there with his hand on the steering wheel and he just sits there. Doesn't get out, doesn't, I don't even know if he blinks, he just sits there. And eventually, he puts it back in the drive and just goes home. Because the pole didn't just hit Charlie's head. It took Charlie's head off. Don't don't forget him 
attempting to look in the rear view. Yeah, he he, he, he tries and then he, he couldn't even he couldn't look at it. like I think he knew what happened or at least he saw enough to know what happened. Like he he just like he started to look and he looks back straight and then he just drives away slowly. It's like what because I, I my friend watched it too and started arguing with that scene, saying he should have said something. But I'm like. Said you're something. you're you're sixteen, seventeen. What do you do? What do you do? You what do you do? Like it it looks bad, I know, but at the same time, what could you have like you're already fucked up. Yep. There's no you already know you fucked up. You in in the worst way imaginable, to the point where you probably wish you died, because yep. there's no coming back from this. You can't fix it. Like and you can't even function right to to be like, oh, let me go pick up my sister's head. It's, right? Do I, you? I, I look. I can't exactly. Do you? Is that even protocol? Who knows what the protocol is? Like, I, so I can't really get mad at Peter. I'm not, I was not mad at him at all because he's a kid and this situation. Like he did, he you, did some you, some teenage shit, right? Yeah, and and you and you killed your sister in the horrible way. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what do you do? I'm freaked out. I can't. I'm. I'm surprised he didn't like, get home. He's yeah. He's in like shock or like mild shock. I don't know if there's a word for it, but like he's in enough shock that like he can't process this, but he can still drive home. And so that's what he does. He just drives home. He gets. He pulls up in front of the house. Gets out of the car. Leaves the body in there. Goes inside. Climbs in his bed and just lays there. And the parents found it. Yeah, so like we get this cool transit, cool transition. This cool, another cool transition where the camera's focusing on his face, and he's just catatonic at night when he gets back in the house. And then it switches to daytime, and he's still in the exact same position. Yep. yep. And then you hear the mom, like it's still on his face, but you hear the mom somewhere else in the house scream that she's going to go, uh, she's going to the store. She'll be right back if anybody wants anything. Yada yada. And you hear her leave, you hear her get to the car, and just scroll, the scream that she let out. Hello. Look, I'm not going to say I'm a fan of these, but like this is this is a mark of an amazing Actress. actor. Yeah, is if they can scream in such a way when they when they experience or the character experiencing something so crazy that it completely sells the whole shit for me. Yeah, like I'm always blown away. I forgot what. When's the last time this happened? Like Tony Collette did it here. Um, uh, for me, the second one was um, we talked about it on one of these episodes. I can't remember. Uh, Game of Thrones, the blood wedding okay. scene. That because the mom also did a yell like that. Um, what was another one? Oh, there's so many. Man, I'm trying to remember. But yeah, that that she went deep for that. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm like it, it's bugging me. I know. We ju- we talked about it. Was it recently? I think so. Maybe not me and you, but on one of these episodes. That's it. Encanto. In Encanto, when in the flashback, when Abuelo gets got, what? and the way Abuela screams while holding them three babies. Oh man! Watch Encanto. Look like that. Like it, it's already like a sad moment, but like maybe the first. And second, maybe whatever time it was to where I saw watch it for the podcast, mm-hmm. when she screams like just tears, like that fucked me up. I now gotta go back and watch it. Yeah, when when spoiler alert for Encanto, sorry, <laughs> when Abuelo, <laughs> Abuelo is killed, and like the way 
the grandma screams in the flashback. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, that shit haunts me. But yeah, so Tony Collette screamed like that. And not, she, she, she worse than Encanto, way worse, because she kept it going. Like, she's screaming, because the camera's still focused on Peter's face. And then it cuts to nighttime, and she's on the floor, and her husband's, like, trying to get her off the floor, and she's still screaming. And then it cuts to another scene, and she's still screaming. Because they had to cut for those scenes to reposition, and she's still... Yeah, like, but it it was, like, not just that, like, it was significant time passed between the scenes, but the audio continued from when she first saw the body. And, like, it was... The editing was really good there. But shit, man, like that. That scream alone, that. The I just lost my world scream. Like, I mean, I just lost my child scream. Look, that is. That, it, and, like, the, if, and the dad <laughs> go trying ahead. to hold it together. He's, he's, yeah. He can't break down because she lost everything in that moment. She Yeah, the mom was one thing because they had their issues. But the daughter. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. So now I can't hear the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we see uh, after Charlie's death, we see uh, Annie become resentful towards Peter. Uh, a traumatized Peter drifts through life in a daze, and Steve tries to continue his life as normal. And one day we see a light orb or a light orb move in the background, and then a, a bottle of paint tips over for no reason in front of Annie, which gets on a piece of paper with a number for this lady in her support group named Joan. So Annie goes to see her. But you see how, like, the ghost did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of led them towards... Yeah. Uh, so once again, like, this outside influence propelling the family to do things. Whole time it was Grandma. Yeah, I think it was Grandma. Or Paimon. <laughs> uh, true. This yeah. a Digimon name. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know. Because it was definitely Grandma who got Charlie's attention mm-hmm. that one time. Now this time... We don't know if it's grandma or, you know. So, uh, upon arrival, Annie notices uh, an embroidered welcome mat that just, uh, just like the one her mother used to make. Then, while talking about Annie, like how she found Charlie's body, like we see uh, Annie take a sip of tea and then, like, she wipes something off of her lip. And it was like, it looked like some little, like, flower symbol or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So, that was weird. <laughs> Then, when asked about her relationship with her son, Annie tells a story about how she sleepwalked once, and and then she came to in the kids' room with them covered in paint thinner, and she was covered in paint thinner, and with an empty can and a match. And, like, she woke herself up striking the match, but it also woke up Peter, who screamed, like, lost his shit, naturally. And after that, they didn't really get along. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, but... Yeah, it's a lot. and it's understandable why she felt that way towards him at that point. Because one, yeah, he yeah. I mean, he's, the, he's, the girl, he's and then, technically responsible in in, 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 a, in, a, in yeah. some yeah. And then I think which what made it worse was him not saying anything or her finding it. That's really what did it. Because he's not really responsible if you think about it. Because I he, he didn't have to tell her that like she that he was smoking weed or whatever, right? Yeah, it it didn't even need to be that he went to smoke weed. They could have just gotten separated at the party or he could have been standing right next to her. And she take that bite of cake and just didn't know that that knife also touched nuts. Right. So it all could have happened with him completely being not at fault. Now, the thing that like 
probably made it fucked up was not saying anything after he got home. But and he was I, also I in think, shock. I think that, that the ritual needed him to do it to either break his soul or to yes. start. Yeah, because that, that was part of it. Like, they needed to weaken him. Boy, did it. It was... Yeah, they needed to weaken both of them mentally because technically in the beginning, like, they couldn't... That's why I said, like, later on in the movie, we see them start to control Annie more. Yeah. Because... I, I feel like they you they... It wasn't so much him killing his sister. It was the relationship between him and his mom they used to break each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely, like... Like, there was, like, a playbook going on, you know? Like, first we gonna do this, then we gonna do this, then we gonna tell his girlfriend he got a little pee-pee. And, <laughs> 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 like, you know, he, eventually, like, we start to see, because we see him around friends in the beginning, eventually he's by himself and shit. Like, yeah. it was, he was, Peter was going through it. So then we see Steve coming into Annie's workshop to tell her that dinner is ready, but he gets upset seeing that she's working on the diorama of Charlie's death scene. Bitch, why? Uh, <laughs> Steve's already upset she forgot about dinner and that the gallery deadline is approaching and Annie is behind schedule. But this the shit she's up here making? Like, what you doing? Uh, so uh, He's like, uh, this ain't, <laughs> right? this ain't helping. This ain't, ma'am. <laughs> so he tells her don't let peter see and she's like what it's a neutral view this isn't about him and like steve's like girl do what you want man like <laughs> <laughs> he's like look just don't let him see it i don't I, just, go show but just, just don't let him see nothing close the door yeah. just don't, don't let your son see uh so annie uh comes down to dinner and nobody's really talking and peter decides to call his mom out on the fact that she can't even look at him and it's like his own guilt kind of play too and and he goes off on him because he cussed at her. And, <laughs> and she, she went off in a black mama way. Yeah, it's second time. And she calls him from one ungrateful little shit to the next <laughs> and calls him out on never apologizing <laughs> for what he did. And even though it was an accident, he didn't even try to own up to anything. Then Peter throws it back at her face that she made Charlie go to the party uh, when she didn't want to go. So it's like, whose fault was it? mom which is a teen thing to do this is look 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 i don't know if i've said this yet but my biggest regret in life is i got in a fight with my mom and i think i was like 17 18 and she was going through a lot at the moment and the fight was actually because i wanted to drop out of college to help her out to help her with all the things she was going through and she was like no you can't drop out yada 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 i was like and I was pushing back, and I pushed back too hard, and I got too angry. And I don't know if she said something first or what, but I, something I know now is when I'm, like, angry and I lose it, I'll say the meanest shit possible, and it'll hurt bad. And it's only happened two or three times, and I try not to let it happen again because it, it is cruel. And, like, what I said to my mom was... I called her a failure. Ooh. And to a single black mom who sacrificed for 18 years to make sure you have a chance, the last thing you should ever call her is a failure, especially when she's going through some stuff and she already feels like one. And all because I wanted to drop out of school to help her, but I got so caught up and angry in the moment, I just said the wildest shit I could. And like in that moment, I... I I watched her break. Like I watched, like I could see it on her face. Like, 
Like see, if this and was, and that's the part that will kill you. You can look, see it. Yeah, and like if it was anime, you know, like the the their like face would split in half, kind of. Yeah, like it yeah. was. <laughs> it was that <laughs> moment. And oh, it's fucked up. And I think about that a lot. Like that. That's something that I don't know. I don't know if I, like she forgave me. We got through it. I don't know if I forgive myself though. See, you know? I, and I think that's it because parents will forgive because you know ch- kids can be mean to, yeah. towards parents and say stuff, and parents might know they don't mean this, but to the kid afterwards, when you realize the gravity of what you said and done, yeah, it's like. Yeah. And like I like remember I said I saw her I saw her break and I knew I fucked up so like what do I do I I ran away <laughs> like I, I I was like I go I gotta get out of here like I, I didn't you know he's <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I messed up I'm out I'm good I, okay I'm, I'm I just out. took my sister's head off I gotta go like <laughs> look like I went to a friend's house like somewhere else and I just chilled there for the rest of the day because I like i, I knew like i she couldn't even she didn't even like stop me from leaving because she couldn't even like form words after that and i was like oh man i i like i did it i i like you know you fucked up yes this, yeah but and like just the look on peter's face he's such a good actor uh when he said it when he like he because cause she was going in and he was sitting there just waiting licking his teeth it's all right i got <laughs> I you got i got, got you well you the one that made me take her to the party. Whose fault is that? <laughs> Messed her up. Man. And like you said, you made a good point. Like, them going at each other kind of broke both of them. Because after this, this is when we start seeing Peter cry a lot after this, too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so... Uh, Annie runs into Joan while uh, shopping, and Joan convinced her to come swing by her place because she had met a she met a spiritual medium that did a séance and conjured up her recently departed grandson. And like Annie reluctantly agrees, and then we see them at Joanne's place doing their own séance. Pause. Ain't no way. <laughs> ain't, ain't no way. I love my mom. I love my wife. I love my son. God forbid anything ever happens. Knock on wood. God, like I am not bringing them back. Oh no! No, no, no! Look, and I expect the same. Something happens to me. Don't you get no fucking Ouija board? No, <laughs> don't, ain't, ain't no pet cemetery. Ain't no contact. Ain't don't no... do it. Don't look. Think about me. Light a light a candle next to my picture. You know, find other ways to keep my like memory alive. Don't try to talk to me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Don't, don't try look, up. look. You fuck around trying to summon Tifron. You summon <laughs> Paimon. Don't don't do it. <laughs> Bringing Digimon back from the dead. Don't look. Mm, if there's all, ever a but... family that knows knows the rules, it's this family because we <laughs> we don't watch too many movies. Don't do it. Look. I can't wait till we do talk to me because man. <laughs> That fucking movie. But yeah, so uh, Annie reluctantly agrees. Uh, then we see them at Joanne's place doing their own seance. And Joan conjures the spirit of her grandson again. And he moves a cup around the table and tells Joan he loves her with his old chalkboard. And the ghost even blows some hair out of Annie's face. And uh, overwhelmed, she asks Joan if they could stop. Which is 
one of the funniest moments in the movie because like joan's so happy he's like i'm here baby i'm here talk to me granny loves you granny loves you and joan's like can, can we stop or, or annie's like can we stop and joan's like bitch what <laughs> look the way she stops and cuts her cuts her face at annie look <laughs> i was weak. i was weak she, uh, she, she said what man <laughs> up she's she's literally having a supernatural happy experience which is still some bullshit but uh <laughs> and the way she cuts her like what like she has to catch herself because she was about to slap the shit out of annie she was she was that hand came up it was she was ready that's funny uh so joan stops or, or pauses the seance uh and Annie tries to leave, but first Joe gets her to take a seance candle and gives her a paper with words from a, so, some other language. Uh, she needs to read first and also tells her that the whole family has to be present in the house. So that night, Annie wakes up to a bunch of ants that lead her to Peter's room where he's, where his head is covered in more ants. And then she gets woken up by an antless Peter revealing that she was sleepwalking. He asks her, why are you afraid of me? And she lets it slip that she never wanted to be his mom. And she was afraid because oh, her mom had pressured her to get pregnant. And she tried to miscarry, uh, but nothing worked. Then Peter she starts to cry saying, you tried to kill me. You know what? And I feel like in that, that scene that mm -hmm. uh, when she said, I never wanted you. Yeah. I think that was something that took control and made her say it. I believe, she, it. I believe it. I believe it because she like the way she was like grabbing her mouth and she right. just kept talking. Right. And she just kept grabbing her mouth. Like uh, Yeah. Uh, it was, it was... <laughs> and you ugly. <laughs> like you dusty. <laughs> she just kept grabbing her mouth and as soon as she let her mouth go, she said some more shit. Oh man. And she was just shocked, like, why do I keep talking? Stop it. It's coming out. Stop it. Stop like, it. Like I believe you. And then it kind of came up out of nowhere because she wasn't mad. No. It just started as like, I ain't never want you. Because after, after a moment, it see, the, after a while, it seemed like she was generally trying to help him. Yeah. But whatever between the some the spirit, the, the summons she was doing, and then whatever is pushing them was like, no, I need y'all to be mad at each other. This yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I I, I think I'm in your, uh, on board with that theory. Every time it was close to her helping him, something would trigger. Yeah. And then, uh, so she starts to freak out. Uh, cause she keeps talking, but then she keeps, then she's realizes she's like dripping wet and then fire pops up onto her and then she wakes up. So it was all a nightmare or was it, uh, <laughs> I think half and half. Yeah. Like, cause it was like a dream within a dream, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Then she goes into the bathroom and she starts reading the seance words and she wakes up Peter and Steve in the middle of the fucking night and brings them downstairs to try a seance. And, like, Peter's confused and a little scared, and Steve is pissed. Like, this is the most emotion he didn't show the all movie. And it's like, this... He said, look. This, this look. bitch. Like, look, 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 you're going through a lot. You lost your mom. Then we lost our daughter. You're sleeping off in the treehouse. Going to these movies every night. I know you're not going to the damn movies. But said, you know, I'm, just, said, I'm just playing along. He said, look. The least okay. you can do is let my ass sleep. Right. Look. <laughs> Right, he was so mad. He was so he was, mad. <laughs> I said, look, I am trying. I'm working extra hours. 
Look. I gotta, I gotta get leave work to pick up my son because he tripping. He <laughs> said, "I gotta be emotional support." You up here making models of the death scene. You, 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 and you keep messing with him. Look, I Steve, just sleep. Steve, a real one, bro. Like, <laughs> I just needed three hours of sleep. Like, you could, you ever look at somebody pissed off and you could tell they're like contemplating murder? <laughs> like that was Steve's face in this scene. Perfect. <laughs> Like his eyes were searching for a bat. I was like, he, he, he was like, it's it's three in the morning. It's, it's three in the morning. We we couldn't do this when I woke up. Look right now, right now, man. He was, and then like how she was talking all frantically at like like she sound crazy. Man, Steve was Steve was pissed. He hear none of that. Look, he or none of that. So eventually she gets them to play along and weird shit starts happening. The cup moves and the candle turns into like a crack lighter mode. You ever you ever break the thing off of a, a lighter and it does the crack flame? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh like Peter says, Y'all feel that? Feel what? The air, it's flexing. <laughs> and like I said the neighbor's dog started barking, but I forgot that they had a dog at that part, so who knows which dog that was. It just sounded far away. Uh, and then like Annie starts growling and then she gets possessed by Charlie and Charlie's voice starts coming out of Annie and like Charlie starts to panic because she's like, where's mom? Because he doesn't realize that like she's in mom's body. I don't know. And Peter, who was already crying, starts to cry harder. And then Steve goes, (laughs) comes and comes back with a glass of water, throws it on Annie and that like snaps her out of the, the possession or whatever. I honestly felt like he went to the kitchen for a knife because he was going to stab her. And he was like, no, mm, no, look, pull back. Look, he pulled back. back. He saw the knife and then he was like, let me get this water. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to explain this. Because he was in the kitchen too long for this little glass of water. He had to think. <laughs> he had to contemplate. He saw that knife. <laughs> so at school, Peter sees the funky light we saw Charlie follow earlier. Then he sees his reflection uh, grin back at him. <laughs> that's a wild oh, shit. And th- that's another thing that creeps me out in uh, in movies, that whole mirror scene. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, if it happens to us, we won't know if that's happening to us. Because we look back, we can't see the reflection if we turn around. We don't oh. know if the reflection is looking at us. Well, he he actually sees it, but I see what you're saying. Like, if the reflection is playing playing behind our back, yeah. And then when we look, it starts acting right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so Annie gets a, a call from Steve saying, "Guess who just called me in complete hysterics?" And and like this dumb bitch goes, "Charlie?" And Steve snaps back, "What? Peter? He's convinced some vengeful spirit is after him." Listen to me, Annie. I have a son to protect. And she's like, what does that mean? He's my son too. And he hangs up on her ass. So she calls back <laughs> and it's like, don't you do not hang up on me. I'm not sleepwalking anymore. You understand? And then she hangs up on him. That's funny. I remember them arguments. So I'm getting off this fucking phone. <laughs> no, you fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one doing the hanging up. <laughs> uh, then she gets a call and she gets a call. She lets go to the machine, and she hears the art gallery checking checking in, which causes her to snap and destroy the model she's working on, and I think some other models too. And like when the boys get home, uh, Steve finds her and asks, "Like, it's funny because I think he's like Irish. He's like, what the fuck happened here?" <laughs> 
And Annie's like, I, I, I ain't feel like looking at it anymore. <laughs> She's still laying in the in the workshop on the floor, like with all, everything busted up around her. And then, like later on, we see Annie up at night, and or she, she's up at night. She hears scribbling coming from Charlie's room, in which she finds her sketchbook on the bed, turning pages by itself. I would burn the house down that moment. Look, you're right. <laughs> you are not wrong at all. Burn the whole house down. Because this is the first time that it. Well, not the first. The seance is one thing, but she didn't even do nothing this time. But it's the first weird thing that happened since the seance that she sees, and no, it's like, oh, I fucked up. Because I can see him not believing it because he ain't had much sleep. He just woke up. Mm-hmm. Wife tripping. Like, emo- high on emotion. <laughs> <laughs> high on emotion. But yeah, so then Peter wakes up uh, to a tongue click and sees Charlie in a dark corner. Then her head falls off and a basketball rolls out of the corner. And then hands come from behind Peter's head and grabs him and he starts screaming. And then Peter wakes up to Annie in the room and tries to explain to her that she was just trying to pull his head off. And Annie tries to tell him it wasn't her, but to tell her about Charlie and that she's the only person that can stop whatever's going on right now. Like, it has to be mom. You started this mess. Yeah, yeah. it's not a reach. Uh, (laughs) We know. Uh, Then we see the sketchbook and... The scribbling was uh, pictures of Peter's detached head uh, with his eyes crossed out. And Annie tries to burn the sketchbook in the fireplace, but her arm catches fire as the book burns. So she pulls it out and stomps out the fire. So the next day, Annie goes to Joan's apartment, but nobody answers. And inside, we see a bunch of candles and the symbol from the telephone pole and the grandma's necklace. A picture of Peter's face inside a triangle carved into the wooden seance table and some of the... Charlie's weird ass Bamprestos <laughs> that she'd be making, uh, including the pigeon head one with a little crown and three heads of small animals in front of it. Yeah. It's like a little rabbit, right? A, a possum head, and uh, I don't know if that, was a, that was a beaver or what. Uh, and at school, Peter uh, disassociates while not eating lunch outside alone. Then he hears his name being called and he sees a woman, which is Joan across the street yelling for him, Peter, I expel you. And he, and she starts yelling weird words, right? And he's like looking around like, anybody else see this shit? Uh, and Annie makes it home and starts going through her mom's stuff. And she comes across a book labeled Invocations with a bookmark page. And I actually think that's the bookmark was that letter from her mom, which yeah. is confusing. Uh, that's where I chopped it up ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, but also... What if she had looked at that page before? But maybe maybe not. Maybe the cult folks moved it around or something. I don't know. Maybe she just didn't see. Anyway, so the, the page that the bookmark was on had a picture of a dude on a horse holding three severed heads. And part of the description was highlighted. King Paimon, god of mischief. When successfully invoked, King Paimon will possess the most vulnerable host. Only when the ritual is complete will King... You know what? I don't want to keep saying this dude's name. So I'm just calling Pac-Man. Before uh, you hit something. Look, right? <laughs> Ain't playing no games. So uh, only when the ritual is complete will uh, King Pac-Man be locked into his ordained host. <laughs> Once locked in, a new ritual is required to unlock the possession. King Pac-Man is a male, uh, thus covetous of a male body. And then Annie finds a picture of Joan with her mother and that gatherings that look like some pictures... Uh, 
she sees in the books. Like she saw like, like there was one page she saw in the book that was like the conqueror or whatever, and whoever summons King Paimon gets riches and is showered in gold coins. And like there's a picture of her mom getting showered in gold coins by Joan and some folks. Uh and while this is happening, we see Steve is typing up an email about believing his wife is on the verge of or in the middle of a mental breakdown. Then he opens an email from the cemetery showing the dug up grave. So like before we heard desecrated, but the picture shows that they straight up dug up the casket. Yep. Uh then Annie going into the attic. A bunch of fly like she opens the attic and a bunch of flies like come out or fly down when the uh, she pulls the ladder down and then up there she finds the beheaded corpse of her mother and the cult symbol on the wall uh, written in blood the same symbol from the necklace and the pole and all that and in class Peter gets possessed by something briefly as it strikes a pose or as he strikes a pose and then tries to bash his face in on the desk and then like Peter comes to and he's screaming and freaking out in the classroom. That, that 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 part was wild. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, like, like I already knew shit was getting real, but like when he, you know, he hit the thriller, and then it, like he he his face and his mouth looked all flicked in. I was like, oh no, Wait, and then he look. <laughs> what you say? Like, how did he that hold that that facial expression like that? That, mm, that still he needed award yeah. too. Shit. <laughs> Cause you know that was like more than one take too, and they the camera just holds on him. Yeah. And then yeah, he starts Freaking bashing his head. Entire the class desk. out. Everybody was scooting back. Oh, that that shit was funny because it wasn't just <laughs> in the wide shot. You saw all the desks were scooted, so they just they tried to jump out the way while they were still in the desk. <laughs> and then the desks were empty, so eventually they got out, and like the whole class was like huddled up at the door in the front. <laughs> They're like, I ain't want no parts of this shit. What? And nobody tried to help him. No, like, nobody, hey. nobody tried to help him. Nobody was laughing, making fun of him. They was look, all they knew. Look, freak. look, you know it's some wild shit if a bunch of white people are just like, oh, hell no. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> no black person in this class. I don't even know if it's a black person in this movie. Look. <laughs> no, there wasn't. I, just, I don't think there was it. It's okay. We don't need to be. Not in this one. <laughs> no, no. No, we fine. We good. It's the Pacific Northwest, though. That's how it be. But man, look, the way they <laughs> they left his ass in that class, that's funny. Uh, So yeah, so after Steve picks up Peter from the school, Joe makes him go into uh, the attic to see what she saw. And she tries to explain her findings about uh, Joan and what's going on. And Steve accuses her of digging up the grave and all of that, right? And Annie begs him to destroy the the sketchbook, thinking that it'll fix everything. But she can't do it because it catches fire, or it catches her on fire, and she's afraid to take her own life. So she almost gets him to throw the the book into the fire, but he turns around and he refuses. And he's just like, you know, this is all bullshit, yada yada yada. Like you, we need to get you some help. So she says, "Fuck it," and snatches the book and she throws it into the fire herself, thinking she was gonna burn. Because remember, the the book is what she used as, like, the conduit in the seance. So she thinks mm-hmm. if she could destroy the conduit, everything will come to an end. Also, because when she the first time she tried to do it, she caught on fire. So she was okay, well, I guess I just have to die then. So she throws the book in the fire. And what happens? He catches on fire. <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> <laughs> I poor felt Steve. So bad for him. Poor, poor Steve. 
He tried so hard. Look, there was a I didn't mention it, but when he was driving Peter back after Peter tried to bash his face in, or the, the demon tried to bash his face in, or whatever, he almost runs a red light, and then he kind of has a little breakdown in the car. Like that's the one time that like you see him start to come apart. But poor poor Steve, <laughs> he was trying to hold it together, and like yeah, so Steve's on fire, and uh, Annie's just staring at him in shock, and like. It zooms in on her face in shock, and then at the last second, she goes expressionless. Yep. And like, there it is. It's, uh, it's now unlocked. Yep. Prophecy fulfilled. <laughs> so we get another transition of uh, of the wide shot of the house. This shit, man. The wide shot of the house in the day, and like, this has happened several times already in the movie, and then it cuts to the night. But this time, when it cuts to the night, the house is surrounded by a bunch of naked people. That also creepy. <laughs> oh that, my god. The creepy old uh, staring silent people that no smiling. Oh, that <laughs> So Peter wakes up and calls for his parents and night is the middle of the night, right? Wakes up and calls for his parents but don't get an answer. And like when he turns his head to see to, to like look around, we see his mother scurry across the wall and soundlessly in the background. I mean, she was in that corner the whole scene. Oh, not not yet, not yet. But uh, this is when he's still upstairs. Like he's he, he calls for her, and then like he turns around, and then we see her crawl across the wall. No, then... no, no. She she was there the the whole scene before he woke up. Oh, oh shit. Mm. She she was in that corner the the entire time, and when he turned his head is when you saw her move. Oh, that's so she so he wouldn't see her. Now I need to go back and watch that work. <laughs> oh god. Don't watch it. No, it's okay. Are no, we good? We're it's, free. It's, it's all right. We're it's free. Okay. We don't got to go back. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Mm. Oh man. So Peter goes looking uh, around the house and he hears noises, uh, but he don't turn no lights on. <laughs> Nothing. Right. That's what bugs me. We don't even see him try a light. It's one thing if they cut the power. He don't try a light. Nothing. And uh, he heads downstairs and he finds the charred corpse of his dad as we see the mom on the ceiling behind him and then he realizes someone is behind him and it's a naked smiling man in the doorway and this is actually the same dude from the funeral that was smiling at charlie oh i didn't realize that was the same dude yeah with the pigeado haircut yeah yeah then he feels like then he feels something behind him and (laughs) again so he turns back around and his mom charges out of the dark corner and Peter Hall's ass upstairs. And like the music kicks in right as she comes out of the darkness. So it was like, it was like a super jump scare. Oh my God. But yeah, look, look, Peter's a runner. He's a track star. He hauled ass cause she was moving too. When he got up the stairs and did a little hop. Look, look. <laughs> he ran so fast. He got airlifted. He <laughs> How you running up the stairs, reach the end, but you still run it up like you got more stairs. I need to know how many takes this scene took. Because there was already dark. And he had to, like, they had, the, the way they moved, how fast it was, how he cut across. Because he, he had to cut through the dining room, through the foyer, he up the stairs. And she was out. on his ass the whole time. He ran up technically three flights. Mind <laughs> you, the whole time she had on some, like, like rain boots, yeah. <laughs> some garden boots. <laughs> she had on these capri, these pajama capri. She jets. was on his heels. Look, she moved. Fa- oh my god, it was so fast. 
And like, because think about it, Ariasta just had to been like, yo, okay, uh, I'm going to say action. And you just run as fast as you fucking can up the stairs. <laughs> the action, I need both of you to go. Just and, go. And Tony Collette said, I used to be a track star. <laughs> I got this. See her stretching look, in the background. <laughs> look, if she had reached out, she could have, like, yoked him. <laughs> she could have easily snatched him. That man, but yeah, the the way the music just ju- kicks in and she jumps out of this darkness and he man, it was like two seconds, but that shit was so great, so funny. But yeah, so so Peter gets upstairs and he runs up the attic ladder, which the attic wasn't down before. Uh, and he gets up, gets it up just before his mother can get up, and now she's like banging, or we hear the door being banged on which would be the ceiling for her. And then it cuts to her, and she's literally on the ceiling, smashing her head into the attic hatch over and over. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. boom. That whole scene gave me hives. Look, shout out to her stunt person, because I'm sure that wasn't actually Tony Collette smashing her head in that fast. But like, I don't even know if I can move my head that fast. I'm moving my head that fast now, I'm fainting. I'm sure, I'm sure it had to be a, it had to be a camera trick, because that's not natural. They had to speed it up, right? Like That's not natural. No human boom, body boom, can boom, do boom, that. Boom, boom, boom. Man. <laughs> so the knocking stops, and Peter actually looks around the attic now. Uh, now it's lit with a bunch of candles. The flies are still buzzing, but the corpse is gone. And he sees uh, his picture with the eyes poked out. And then he tries to wake himself up thinking it's just another nightmare. Then he hears something above him, and it's his mom floating and sawing her head off with what I think is a piano wire. Yeah, the sound that it made. Yeah, slow at first and then fast. And then, like, Peter looks down and sees three naked motherfuckers in the dark corner smiling at him. And one of them even, like, waves at him. <laughs> look, look, and not to mention, she was staring at him while she was doing it. Yeah, she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, his mom saw her head off. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was just staring dead at him, like, you made that me do this. whole stuff messed me up. And then, yeah, and then, oh, you, there's also naked old people in, in the attic staring at me. It's so creepy. So as soon as he sees the old the old people and like lady wave at him, he spins around and screams and like he just charges through a window. That was complete panic scream. That was yeah. You know what's funny? Remember I said he has a brother. Yeah. It is the same scream his brother does in the Death Note Netflix movie when he first sees Ryuk. Oh snap. Like, the, out, that's the, how they sound when they're actually scared. It's so funny because that's a like I remember they meme that 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 moment in Death Note when he screams and he tries to run and this and his brother does the exact same scream and run, but in Hereditary <laughs> and it's a scary moment. <laughs> that's anyway, yeah. This that's just me being funny. Uh, so he flies out the window. So. We see him face down in the garden below, and then a glowy orb floats down and goes into his back. And then he wakes up, and he sees his headless mother floating from the attic up into the the treehouse that's lit up. And it's so quiet. <laughs> yeah. It no is noise. so eerily quiet. And uh, Peter gets up, you know, Peter with the asterisk, <laughs> gets up and starts walking towards the treehouse. Showing, like, now he has, like, Charlie's mannerisms, because now he's, like, clicking his tongue and shit. 
just the way he's like moving his head around and like he notices more naked smiling people off to the side and then like we see the dog is dead too and uh also i forgot that they had a dog because there was a couple of scenes where like the dog would bark yeah at weird shit so like I guess they had to kill him, you know? Anyway, yeah, because so, that thing about animals being able to see. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah animals animals be knowing. So, uh, yeah, so when he gets up into the treehouse, we see more naked motherfuckers kneeling. Joan's up there, but she got a nightgown on, thank God. And <laughs> the beheaded corpses of his mother and grandmother kneeling at a mannequin with Charlie's severed head on it, wearing a crown. And then Joan places the crown on Peter's head and addresses him as Charlie. She then proclaims that Charlie is Paimon, and they have now corrected his female body and given him his preferred male host, and the cult weirdos start to hail Peter as King Paimon. Is it bad for that whole scene? I muted it what you, this time. <laughs> Why? I was, not, I was not dealing with that. Odd. I didn't know if it was going to open up a curse or what, but I turned it down, and then I can still hear. I was like, let me just mute this. Let me just, I'm not, it's too much. It's too yeah. much. Uh, fair enough. I mean, it wasn't, it was just, just them saying King Pama. Uh, it's too much. Actually, it kind of crossed my mind to mute it too, because I don't want no, <laughs> I don't want shit to be summoned in my house, you know? No, because when the statue with, with Charlie's head popped up and then the music got more intense and then she started reciting, I said, oh, nope, nope, I said, nope, nope, I'm not going to see it and hear it. <laughs> you said shut up <laughs> oh man well that's the movie and I remember like leaving it thinking like like my skin was crawling <laughs> and I was like like I had this feeling like the movie summoned some shit you know uh, like yeah cause it, something's there now it's like uh mm. That yeah, that's the that's the feeling I had at both times after watching the movie. I was hardcore searching reflections, like if, if it, when the TV went to black, I was hardcore looking, making sure nothing was in the reflection. Make sure the cat won't around me. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <not> the cat. <laughs> I couldn't do it. it was, nope, nope. This is I turned the light stayed on. I I nope, uh, and I just stayed up. Let me. That's let me, funny. Let me watch One Piece. Watch something <laughs> happy. This is so brings joy back into my house because this is no. It's just us today, so we could kind of blow through these. We kind of said a lot along the way, which is you know how it works. But uh, do you have a favorite scene? Fa- a favorite scene? Oh, yeah. oh, that's. <laughs> there's no favorites. There's the most. Mm. Horrific. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think the Your favorite oldest, moment. The the moment that got me the most was, and I'm not still not even sure why, but when um it's either between where the three naked old white people were there just staring that got In me. The attic? Yeah. Hey. That that got me, and then the scene where um uh he ran down. I saw his dad, and then the old white dude was in the corner, and then his mom was like just perched in the corner too. She at as, first as she, she was she, on the ceiling, and when he turned around to see the white dude in the, the na- naked yeah, dude in the doorway, yeah, that's yeah. when she came down into the dark yeah. corner and because her because there there was no there was no sound with her no moving. sound 
Nope. That's that's my favorite moment in the movie is when she comes up out that corner. Man, I look. My stomach was in my ass. Like, I, like I was. <laughs> look, said Jesus, Jesus. Look, I watch a lot of horror movies, and very few actually scare me. But this one did, and you know why? It all has to do with you know it's all subjective, and it has to do with what your actual fears are. And something that I really, really like, it's really unnerving for me, cults and witches. Witches? I get cults, but witches? Yeah. Like, I I, just, I don't know, like, just, like, the witch, the ending of the witch fucked me up. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw that Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not the Demon Hunters, but the, the like, the kind of artsy-fartsy scary remake from a few yeah years I, ago. I know what you're talking about it wasn't that good but like the imagery fucked me up like like that sort of shit fuck like witches fucked me up and and cults man especially cults because like that shit is real like like group groups that get together to to, to do some sinister shit yeah that is this man mm-hmm. like i remember i forgot which paranormal activity it was but my favorite paranormal activity is the one where shit starts going off and then they get outside and all the cultists are outside on the lawn. Man, that's the only time I was ever afraid of any of the movies. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, you start running to these old white people. And I'm like, I can't remember if they were naked or not, but man, look. <laughs> look, you really want to fuck with me? Like, just get like 30 naked old white people and stand around my house. And like, I think I would just die. You don't even gotta <laughs> not just <laughs> look. Let me look out the window at night and see naked white people on my lawn. Lo- oh my god! <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> look, me, me... <laughs> wait. You know what it would take for me to regain my composure? <laughs> like I would have to like look into my son's face and be like, "Do it for him." <laughs> like, like. <laughs> you know and then like i gotta go like full caribbean dad and bust out the machete the uh cut, the, the cutlass like that uh, new tiktok of the caribbean dad fight uh, uh chasing the, the, the bear? bear away excuse me <laughs> excuse me you live here <laughs> get your ass <laughs> Outside in my in my in my slides with a <laughs> with a machete or a bat. Excuse me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, my my mine is just rituals. I can't do rituals because I don't know how much of that stuff is real, not real, exists, don't exist. Yeah, and you know, and you know movies that messes they, with me too a little bit too. Movies yeah. they do their research. They, they, better. they, they, they I, 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 I pray a movie does their research because don't be fucking around and saying the wrong damn thing. No, that's fuck, they, they, they do the research to make it look like real, like this is. Look, uh, uh, what do fuck around and sacrifice a whole movie theater? No, yeah, it's, no, because there was a there. Um, uh, one of my friends had his, had a roommate who uh uh is uh well quote unquote practicing witch. Mm. I don't knock it. I don't know if it's real or not. That you know, do you? But he got to the point where he he started doing um, having like little little totems around the house for stuff. And at one time, I came in, I saw little baggies of whatever, just like in corners of the apartment. 
when I yeah. came to pick up my friend, and then I saw a little altar thing in, in the corner. And everybody knows me and how I and how I bean, bean them on stuff. So I walk in through the front door, so and that... Look, look, that's the only thing I saw. They talked to me and everything. I, 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 mean, I don't even know what he asked me, and I said, what is that? He said, oh, my roommate... Oh, uh, you know, he's he's he did an altar so he can. I think it was an altar so he can find love or something like that. Yeah. And and he said he said are you coming in or not? I said no, no. How how long are you gonna be? And he said just come in. I'm, I still got. I said, I'll be outside. I'm not. And I started seeing other little little baggies in the corners. I said, are you okay? What what is all what is roommate came out and saw me. I said nope, mm-mm, nope. I'm not. I don't know what you're summoning. Do you know what you, you you're on Google? Searching this stuff. I nope, nope. I don't feel right. <laughs> I'm going downstairs, and I never went back to that apartment. I couldn't do it. Look, I I understand, and like I, like, I don't know what's real and what's not, but I, I definitely believe in at the least energy and shit. And I think different folks use energy different ways, and like it. And I know there's there's supposed to be like good witches and bad witches or whatever. And I'm like, look, I just. That scary shit that like the the movie The Witch and all like with the black fingers and all man no I nope, no, no no sir see, I'm fine no. with the whole witch like, stuff if, but but think about it think about it like because even I know a little bit of like the rules or, or or maybe just from movies and shit where it's like you know whatever spell they cast is gonna come back on them threefold and shit like that's why witches are usually ugly because they done did some bad stuff <laughs> and then the the the, the, the the balance or whatever came back at them threefold, and that's why they they ugly. But if you are the type of person that you will sacrifice your own beauty or well being or whatever just to spite somebody, that's not somebody I want to fuck with. <laughs> that is petty. That is so petty. And like you know how everybody just petty nowadays. Yeah, that's, that's... everybody petty nowadays, and everybody a witch nowadays. I ain't fucking yeah. nobody. See, I'm sorry. This, look, I, look, I'll, leave, I'll leave everybody alone. Look, you, everybody you up alone. there wishing my bacon burn. Meanwhile, your stove catching on fire. You don't know what's happening. You don't know you're no. doing this to yourself? No. Nah, it, it's, it's fine because it's uh, witchcraft is one thing, but people are still people. Yeah. And I don't know if you're having a bad day. Yeah, yeah look. If, if you, this is just I, the last straw. I cracked the wrong fucking joke in front of the wrong person at the <laughs> wrong time on the wrong day. Next thing you know, like my arm fall off, and I'm like, the f- <laughs> the f- I, it was nope. a joke. I'm, nope. Look, but I'm look. I one thing is is I'm respectful, and whether or not I understand it, believe in it, I ain't fucking around. So I that, but that's my worst fear. Is I, I'm a, I'm gonna say some wrong shit to the wrong person, and then like my dick fall off because they. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck that nigga Tiffron. See, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, or I think somebody my friend, and then they give me a popsicle or some shit, and they didn't put like some of their hair. Man, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm good. No, no. And then like Colts, maybe that's like the Guyana in me. Is I really don't like Colts. I really don't like I'm like that Jim Jones shit. Like I don't like Colts really. See? Mm. Colts, I never fully uh, understood because I'm like you let one twisted up crazy dude suck I mean, you that in. That happens all the time, though. Oh, I'm like, I, well, it's probably mm. just me because I can't, 
you you're not gonna have that much sway over me. There's no way. And then I then I see you got fifteen dudes around you drinking the same water. Yeah. Talking the same stuff. Hardcore and hardcore that would be the more the more extreme you are about something, the more fanatical you are about it, the creepier I think you are, and the more I'm just I'm I'm good. I'm gonna stay away. This is it's a lot right now. <laughs> That's why it took a while for me to get in a Doctor Who because they were on some shit. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we just I just had that conversation because that the Magic yeah. game I played, they did a Doctor Who. Look, them Whovians did not play. That they did a Doctor Who set, and uh, because I asked a stupid question, I said Doctor Who, what is that? Oh no, the amount of messages that flooded through, <laughs> links, pictures, video clips suggestions shocked and horrified i never seen it don't know what it is then people that we we should get together and watch it we could do a whole marathon for a week nope nope y'all too much i don't know <laughs> i said nope i no, this i feel like this is the the church of scientology or something this is nope eventually i got into doctor when i liked it but like that was definitely one of those like the fandom reputation preceded itself like That's... Mm. but yeah so Hard. back to hereditary favorite character the mom the mom <laughs> she, the, the mom it, it was the mom she 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 killed it i mean favorite actor was definitely tony collette for me and alex wolf in the close second character i'm i'm with the dad man he was just trying to hold his shit together and then this woman woke him up at three o'clock in the morning and he just he, it, was, he lost it he was disturbed he was uh, through he <laughs> That man let the man rest. That's all she had to do. Just look. He came in that water. It was probably hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was gone. He was letting the tap warm up. <laughs> I was. I'm burning. Oh, <laughs> wake me up. I'm burning. Uh, you trick her. It's like ah, it burns. Yes, yeah, holy water. <laughs> Chill. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Any water is vinegar. Up. It woke her up. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But yeah, uh, so so final thoughts. Anything you didn't already say? No, no. This this was a sickening movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take me a couple days to get back right. Yeah. Uh, I I feel. I feel <laughs> Quite wrong. This is. I didn't even cook last night after I watched it because I felt like I was gonna pour that whatever that was into the food and, and poison myself. I said, no, I'm good. I'm gonna just wait till the next day. This is understandable. I'm gonna just sit here. I'm very glad that the next movie is Scott Pilgrim, and that 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 usually just lifts my spirits because this shit something. The this fact is... that. Even like what is it? Five years later, the, it still makes me feel the same way I did I, when I left the movie theater. Like something done lashed on to me. Nah, I feel like this is this is this is an instant classic. Oh yeah, no matter yeah. what year, it yeah. will still be fresh and just as twisted. Yep. They, uh, so what's your ratings? How many cabbages? I'll give it thirty cabbages because this movie did all sorts of things to me. This is yeah. It, 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 <laughs> knew the assignment right any movie where you hesitate watching it again not because it's bad but because it's just so stressful (laughs) (laughs) going into it yeah yeah that's yeah this movie's great this is this is actually what made me pay attention to uh to to the to the mom as an actress yeah 
And like, cause she's in a lot of stuff and most of it is just, just like, yeah, I just need this paycheck. And she, she, I don't know if she just phones it in or it just doesn't require much of her. She just got to well, show she up. She says she doesn't even like doing horror or thrillers. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, shit. <laughs> cause you, Cause she look, only did imagine how we felt after watching it. Imagine how she felt after filming it. <laughs> look. Uh, it was probably like, uh, what's his face that did uh, Dahmer and Jeffrey Dahmer, where he needed to take a break. He needed a whole... <laughs> he said, I'm... He needed to go he find came, himself look, again. His next interview, he came back, he said, I don't want to play any more villains, any more horror. I want to do a romantic comedy. Because he does a lot of com Like, he's usually like a lighthearted character. He was uh, Quicksilver in, in the Fox X-Men well, no, He's also been American Horror he- Story, dude. Oh, oh, I, I didn't. Because he, he's the main. He's been in. He's been in every one of them. He's been the main okay. each one. So never mind then. But usually when I see him, he's usually like a funny guy. Yeah. So he probably went real deep, real dark, and was just like, all right, too. Uh, he too, he too said far. he said Dahmer was was different. It yeah. Pull up, pull up. All right. Well, damn. Uh, I had this at a ten out of ten, and I'm fucking leaving it at a ten out of ten because like it is a perfect horror movie in every single sense. Yeah, it it achieved. It is a scary movie. It achieved it on a technical level. There's so many cool things and cool shots and transitions and editing, and the acting was amazing. Like like no on technical levels, it's amazing. It actually, as a movie, it's amazing. As a horror movie, it's effective because I'm fucking scared. <laughs> like, uh, nah, I don't. Yeah, I. This movie but, left nothing. This is I had no questions about. Like this I caught movie. myself how many times I was saying that demon's name, and I was like, you know what? Let me start calling it Pac Man because <laughs> I want no me. supernatural smoke. None of it. I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, I have one one coworker said that they went, they were gonna go back and uh, research who that uh, if that was a real person. I said, why would you look that up? You don't need to know that. Why I want, look why, look mm. why. <laughs> Why? No. Why? I'll let you know. No, no, you're don't, not. Don't tell me. No, shit. you're not. I will bring you to HR so fast. Look, this is a fictional story, and we're leaving it there. I don't need to know. No, don't need to know. Because if it's, it's a real, real person, that means it's a real Paimon that we just keep. I don't need to know that. Look, all right. I don't. No. On that note, this brings our Halloween Watch 2023 to an end. We had five straight horror movies. I hope you go back and watch or listen to all the episodes. It's pretty fun. Uh, we're definitely going to take a break from horror for a good while. Probably yep. not till next October. We're definitely I'm, getting my, I'm getting my holy do oil. Do something on the in-between. But for a while, we're going to do some other genres. My holy oil. I'm going to buy a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What is that oil they put on that corpse's lips? Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> Don't see? See, look, that it ain't olive oil. This look. ain't... Mm-mm. Look, plugs. You got anything you want to plug? No, I'm good. Nope, you don't want no. You don't want no demons finding you under. No, nothing. No, untraceable. I feel untraceable. You. I feel is... you. If you are not a demon or an occultist, uh, you can find us at SGBK Podcast on Threads on Blue Sky and SGBK Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can follow me personally on Letterbox at Tifron and nothing but good vibes. Uh. We need to go clean our souls. A lot. (laughs) All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Why? Why Why would you even do that?